Welcome to Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters, God and people. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, where you can learn to know and show the heart of God. And that's what counts. Thank you for joining me. Good morning. I'm so happy today to introduce to you my new friend from Instagram, Doris Cush, married to Daniel, and uh, she is a writer, a speaker, an encourager. And next week she's doing a virtual, or this week she's doing a virtual event that I want to have her tell you all about and the vision behind it. But first, Doris, if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, your loves and your likes, and uh, how God has uh, brought you in this day and age right now to, as a, his purpose to give uh, light and glory to other people and glory to God and light to other people. Oh, wow. Hi. Uh, well, let's see. I, I joked about, it. I could go all the way back to the womb, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am just very thankful to uh, first and foremost, know that Jesus is and will always be my very best friend. Hmm. Uh, he has, uh, taking me through ebbs and flows of life that uh, I just can't even begin to imagine or go into it in full detail. But he has loved me beyond measure uh, through dysfunction and through chaos and everything else in between. But the great part about it is that I love to share mm. all about who he is. And especially in those seasons when uh, I constantly run into people that say, well, you just don't know what I've gone through. And I just tell them, oh, baby, you just don't know. Uh, I do. <laughs> because do you, do you feel like when someone says that, that um, they really want you to tell them that things were going to get better? Uh, yeah, in a way. But for the most part, I think uh, because they haven't come to the end of their story, if I can call it that, hmm. they're in the... Um, I guess in the plateau, the, the, the pain of where that story has led them. And they're trying to uh, understand at that plateau, or I, I'll call it at that crossroad, what direction they should take. Mm -hmm. So they meet me or anyone else for that matter uh, at that crossroad. What should they do? So they'll say, well, you don't understand. That's the crossroad. And someone could say, well, no, I don't understand and go about their way. Uh, or someone can, and in this case, I'll, I love to encourage by telling them, not only do I understand, but let me tell you my story. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not telling them my story to say, oh, look at me. And, yeah. you know, that's it. I'm trying to join them along their journey mm -hmm. and sharing them hope and sharing with them uh, the opportunity to take a different route instead of the one that they might be contemplating at that time. How do you uh, give them hope in just like a few? Oh seconds? goodness! Uh, meet someone at the grocery store or at a Bible study or uh, work, and they start pouring their heart out to you because you are a good listener and you're joyful. Uh, how can you give them hope in just a few sentences? Oh, I love those intersected moments. Uh, it's all about the listening, really. You you hear those key words, and then you listen also with your your spirit man, and you hear what God is trying to tell you to them. And 
somehow or another, I might not even remember what I said to them, but I hear God resonating through by the change in their face. Uh, I had an opportunity just earlier this week, taking my mom to uh, a doctor's appointment and a woman walked in with her autistic son. Mm. Everyone's wearing masks. A woman prior to that had uh, struck up a conversation. Oh, don't we all look great in our mask? We laughed. But the woman that walked in, you could tell on her face that she had been uh, going through a, a whole lot. She mentioned key phrases uh, that, you know, had an undercurrent of anxiety. And I just turned to her and I said, I hope you don't mind me stepping into your story, but uh, I'm going to have to tell you, now is not the time to be anxious. And I just want to extend to you hope. You need to understand that all of this that's going on, uh, there is something more. And there were a couple of words that were exchanged, positive words that were exchanged. And I watched her eyes brighten wow. as I watched tears stroll down her face. And I wasn't doing it to evoke an emotion like that. I was doing it because I was trying to be obedient. And that's kind of where that crossroad, that intersected moment comes into play. I have a choice, just like she has a choice. Uh, she had a choice to listen. I had a choice to obey to hear what God was trying to say in parting words to her. Did I understand what she was going through? Oh yeah, I understand what it means to be anxious. Uh, but I also understand what God tells me about being anxious on the other side of that. There's great peace. Mm. So I think someone yeah. listening to you right now is anxious. There is anxiety oh. is prevalent in this day and age, not just because of the virus, but because of politics and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, the racial uh, protests and the, the pain that people are going through. What have you been able to say to your black and white sisters to encourage them to rise above this anxiety? I, I don't look at it from a, from a um, circumstantial perspective, even mm -hmm. though I know that those, those are currents that go uh, along our, our ocean. I try to ap approach everything from a um, from a broad stroke, and what I mean by that is, God gave me a while ago uh, something I call it's an acronym called Pep Talks. Uh, the acronym is more stressed on the PEP, and it's perspective, encouragement, and peace. Mm. I I look at it like my Pauline sandwich. <laughs> Paul was known to. Uh, come to his, uh, you know, people, if you will, and kind of share some, you know, bit of uh, information. And, you know, he always, you know, pepped them up and he always had to give them the meat. And then he always had to kind of pep them up again uh, at the end of it to make sure that they were, you know, shore them up to make sure that they were okay. And it's the same thing with what God had shared. I'm all about perspective. I'm not your typical kind of girl, <laughs> uh, but I have to look at things from a very different vantage point because that's how I am, uh, which brings perspective. 
Wait a minute. Do you, do you mean a perspective uh, because of the way you were raised or your background or because it's a biblical perspective? What are, what are you saying here? In, in both sense, in both sense, uh, I, um, I'll give you in this, in this case, one, because of how I was raised, uh, but raised from a different vantage point. Uh, and, and I'm just going to touch on it briefly. I was raised in the church, but unfortunately, I endured uh, sexual abuse hmm. from my pastor from the time I was seven until the time I was 11 years old. Now, when I said that Jesus was my best friend, I met Jesus when I was five. Hmm. But my 7-Eleven story, <laughs> time I was seven until the time I was 11 years old, took place. Hmm. If it had not been for Jesus in my life at five years old, I would not be able to be the person that I am beyond my 7-Eleven story. And so that's my perspective. I didn't blame, first, I didn't blame Jesus for what had happened to me. Second, I didn't at any time blame myself for what had occurred. That's amazing. And, and third, when I had to deal with my stuff, because even though what had happened to me was not my fault, well beyond that, never once did I, I mean, I had to look at it from this vantage point. The things that had happened afterwards, my, my promiscuity or my, um, my poor choices were my responsibility choices, mm -hmm. my responsibility, not someone else's. And so that's what I mean by perspective. I had to put my stuff into my proper place. So God had given me that opportunity because of knowing him getting into his word, finding out, okay, I got a part to play as well. And because of that part that I play, he is saying, if you trust me, if you love me, if you are following me, I will direct your steps. So Can't you say that a lot of uh, people in your situation would have blamed the church or oh, God and never talked to Jesus again, because where easily. was Jesus? It's like, People are in their cancer or in their in a war zone. They're saying, where is Jesus in my pain? Somehow, mm -hmm. I think by God's grace and mercy, he draws us to himself. Yes. Oh, goodness. There was a line that uh, this pastor had, uh, I'll say it, lorded over me. Mm -hmm. And it was, you have something in you I need. Oh, dear. Years later, God had uh, shared uh, through a lot of healing, a lot of wise counsel and the like, the Lord had given me his word and says, yeah, you do. Christ in you, the hope, hope of glory. glory. Praise God. Can you imagine how your mind just blows because of that great insight? Mm -hmm. I, I, that is perspective and that is great encouragement. That's the second thing. That is such great encouragement that brings about great peace. And so going back to the original um, scenario when people say to me, you just don't know what I've gone through. I've gone through sexual abuse. I've gone through domestic violence in my family. I've gone through, uh, you know, family alcoholism. I've gone through X, Y, and Z and the whole gamut. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, put into the proper lens of Christ, you can't help but see how God will work all things together for good. Mm -hmm. My life verse. Romans eight twenty eight, you know. So when I look at right now what's going on currently in our in our 
uh, society. Yeah, I have to understand that, yes, being a black woman, I could say that would be the first thing I should be, I should be concerned about. But it isn't. It isn't the first thing I'm concerned about. Yes, my heart is broken. And yes, my prayers go out. And yes, I am majorly concerned. But the very first thing my identity lies in is in Christ. I am a child of the living God. Mm -hmm. I'm a son and daughter, a joint heir with Christ. And when I know what my identity is and I know what I stand for, that will actually keep me stable. That will put things in proper perspective. That will give me great encouragement. And as I step out in peace, dealing with the, the circumstantial things that are going on, such as racial unrest, social distancing, and everything else in between, I can now speak on that platform, not on not being reactionary, standing on the platform of being a black woman. Uh, I know that you and a couple of friends are doing a conference soon. Yes. Would you give us the title and the vision behind it and what we can expect oh. from listening in? Because I know I signed up and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I'm so glad. Uh, it's called What Lies Beyond, uh, a virtual event. Uh, it's scheduled for next Saturday at uh, July 11th. Uh, from my, my time slot is Eastern Standard. So uh, it's 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. So where you are, it would actually be three hours. So that would be 8 a.m. to uh, uh, 3, so 12. Uh, so I can so wear my pajamas is what you're you saying. You can wear your pajamas. Uh, it's going to be a Zoom event. So uh, people can register uh, either going on to uh, my Instagram site and go to my uh, profile and I have it listed out uh, in my link tree, uh, or they can go directly to Eventbrite uh, and click, um, you know, one of the uh, buttons that has it listed out. They will go right into Eventbrite. But the the impetus behind uh, this event started out with a heart uh, that loves loves to encourage, uh, but for a number of years I, I was kind of like the water girl on the side saying, Lord, put me in, put me in. I want to get out there and share. You know, I had a story. I, I've, I've written, um, just finished writing my second book. And, you know, I, I'm not one of those, um, you know, those people that become jealous because everyone else is out there. I know that God has given me a talent. Mm -hmm. I am not, uh, you know, those well-known named people. Uh, the joke is, I'm not a Priscilla Shari, I'm not a Beth Moore, but I am the best Doris Cush God amen. has called me to be. Amen, amen, I am, amen. I, am, I will encourage anybody that's out there because we are all on the same playing field, amen. advancing God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm just, just me. But at the same time, knowing that, I've, I've only had two formal speaking engagements in 10 years, and I laugh about it thinking, God, you know, I'm, no one's calling me. What, must, what do you want me to do? And the Lord was saying, but yes, I've also called you. You're doing it one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. You're speaking one-on-one. -on -one. You're using the talents that I've given you. And, and that is, there are people that are being impacted whenever I, like I said, doctor's offices, grocery stores, you know, standing, my friends laughed at me, standing in the line of when, 
prior to the coronavirus, standing in the line at the TSA checkpoint and yeah. turning around at a stranger. And I'm not a laugh about it. I'm not an outgoing person. I just love Jesus. There we go. And, you know, when, when the intersected moment comes, you got a choice. What are you going to do with it? And so I had attended a, attended a three-day virtual event on virtual events because God had directed the time is now. What are you going to do? I'm going to be obedient. This is, I, I know how to wait and this is my time to wait. I'm going to do what you call me to do. I'm so and, proud of you because, and I don't say that in a patronizing way, because that's, oh, I know it's hard to do things it. and to pivot, to pivot what you normally would think that you're yes. supposed to be doing and also not to compare and get depressed, but to compare and be inspired. And yeah. Priscilla and Beth Moore would be the first to say, praise God for Doris Cush. <laughs> and even for Sue Donaldson and even for Sue Donaldson, see the way I say yes, that? Yes, definitely for Sue Donaldson. And no, no. And, uh, I was going to ask you, what are the, some of the topics that the three gals of you gals are going to be speaking on? We are going to tackle the two that are current uh, in our society right now. That's social distancing, as well as the racial unrest. But we're going to tackle it from a godly vantage point. Okay. You know, trying to help people, uh, you know, from this vantage point, you know, people will understand better when they know what God's word says. They know you by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. People are, people resonate with where you are and how you are addressing this issue and how you're addressing it, not by bantering back and forth, but how God plays out in the mix. And okay. so um, Delphine Kirkland, as well as Camille McIntyre uh, uh, will be, you know, uh, two sweet sisters on Instagram that uh, I have had the wonderful privilege of just being blessed my socks off uh, are going to be joining me. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we're going to put those, uh, that information in show notes. Doris Cush is the, where you find her on Instagram. And do you have any, uh, we haven't really addressed legacy, but I can tell that your legacy that God has granted you is surviving yes. and with joy you're not just a victim. You're not a victim. You're not just a survivor, (laughs) but you have uh, survived with joy. And, Mm -hmm. and what a testimony that is really to God's grace and mercy. And also the fact that you just don't mind talking about it. And I think people need to hear openness without being pulled down into the dregs. And I just, even our short acquaintance, I've, I've noticed that you direct my heart to a deeper and greater faith in Christ. And that's, and that is a legacy. Do you have any um, closing words of wisdom for our audience today? Well, um, if I could say anything else, try not to be <laughs> typical. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Well, I, I mean that most people uh, try to go along with, okay, this is, this is my lot. It's not a whole lot, but this is my lot in life, and I'll just go <laughs> along with it. Uh, if they've ever seen uh, ants, they'll understand the, the reference. God has called us to such a wonderful story. And, you know, if we're just going to settle for um, birth and death and forget the dash, we miss out. Mm. Yeah, we're going to have some ups and downs, some ebbs and flows. I mean, I have it like everyone else. Um, But 
part of this beautiful story of ours is learning to be transparent. Part of this beautiful story of ours is learning to find the, the beauty and support and being, um, you know, connected with, with community. Uh, that's the great thing we learned about in, in uh, Acts. Uh, those people grew because they were connected and God is, God is going to move in a mighty way. He's not surprised by this. Um, we think that we are, we are defeated, but the cool part about this, and if I can leave just this parting uh, great example of God's word, he tells us that when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Now, if you hear that, you feel defeated because you think the enemy is coming in like a flood and we're just lost. Can I suggest placing the comma where God says it's supposed to be? When the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Mm, amen. I, I, that, again, that blows my mind because... It doesn't matter. Coronavirus, racial unrest, other issues that have taken place throughout our history. The enemy only has a threefold purpose. Kill, steal, and destroy. Mm -hmm. Whatever that purpose is, God is going to come in like a flood. With your children being wherever they are, with whatever is going on. If you're dealing with health issues, God is going to come in like a flood. If you trust him, if you trust him to be your best friend, hmm. that's, that's my parting words. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. And it makes me very excited about Saturday. And yeah. I'm sure you're going to say part of that because you're just getting revved up, sister. I am revved. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And you're going to find how to follow uh, Doris on the show notes. And thank you so much. And I hope we can talk again and maybe in person someday or on some. I am so looking forward video to your thing. Thank you. Thank you. Doris. And send me a recipe, maybe one from your mom. Uh, no, actually it's, pa oh yeah. Sweet potato pie. <laughs> oh, please send it soon. Thanks so much. God bless. I will. <laughs> Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at welcomeheart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.